Is The Fighting Seabees a good World War II film? Find out today on Really Old Movies. Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing the film The Fighting Seabees from 1944, starring John Wayne. Some essential movie details. The production of this film had the United States Navy helping them to make sure it was as realistic and as accurate as possible. John Wayne and other crew members even went to Allied-occupied territory in the Pacific Theater to scout out locations that they would try to recreate in California. While they were out there, Wayne was really looked down upon by many of the soldiers who were fans of his because he actually never enlisted into the war. Now, the reason for that, he had deferred since he was married and had several children. Many people who had that were able to do that. But after this experience and just seriously thinking about it, he considered it when the film was complete. But by the time he was ready to do it, the war ended, and he never went back into the military, really. So those are some essential movie details about the Fighting Seabees. So the basic plot, Donovan, played by John Wayne, he works to deal with the U.S. Navy to arm the construction battalions that are in charge of building airstrips and bases for, for the Allied troops in the Pacific Theater of World War II. And this just happens because several of the men die, and John Wayne is able to convince them after un- his fault, actually. He unnecessarily gets some of his men killed instead of hiding like his superior officer played by Dennis O'Keefe, ordered him to. Instead, they fought back, and many of the men died unnecessarily as a result. But nevertheless, the Navy gave him what he wanted, and the men were trained and armed and ready to attack if needed. And while this is going on, John Wayne is kind of in a love triangle with Susan Hayward, um, who is engaged to Dennis O'Keefe, but not married to. And so... She's kind of deciding, you know, if she loves John Wayne more, if she loves Dennis O'Keefe more. And it's kind of a, a struggle that goes on throughout the film. And uh, later on in the film, as there's a battle going on, uh, the men are having a hard time fighting against the Japanese. So they devise a plan to arm one of the trucks with bombs and explosives. And unfortunately, Donovan is killed in this battle and it blows up and they're able to save the day and escape. So at the end of the film, uh, Susan Hayward's character, she decides to go with Dennis O'Keefe, obviously, because John Wayne's gone, but she decides that she loves him. And that's where the film ends. All right, so that's the plot to The Fighting Seabees. Now I'll get into my personal review. Now, the plot, I gave it a two out of five. I thought it was an okay storyline. I was really intrigued, and on a personal note, because my great-grandfather, he did this exact thing in World War II. He was in New Guinea and Guam, all those different areas during the war. I think even the Philippines. He was doing this. He was one of those guys. So I was really intrigued just based on that alone. But um, honestly, the story was pretty mediocre. Definitely propaganda film, definitely one to get you kind of inspired and ready to fight in the war, because this was this came out in the midst of the war, so it makes sense. It was definitely a propaganda piece, so because of that, it felt like um, 
it was style over substance because there was some great uh, cinematography, great special effects, and I'll get into that later. But no, the the plot was definitely one of those cheap. Uh, I don't know. I'd say like a pulp story, like one you would find in a cheap magazine or a cheap book. It was kind of like that. So it was really not that interesting to me after a while, you know, after seeing so many explosions and the love story I really felt was awkward. It really did not fit totally different tone for the movie. It kind of reminded me of uh, Pearl Harbor that came out, I believe 2000, 2001, maybe I think it was 2001 starring Ben Affleck, where there was a really weird love triangle in that movie, too. It really took away from the story, which was the brave men who were fighting and dying in, in the war. And in the case of Pearl Harbor, in, the, in that crazy invasion, you know? So I think it suffers from the same thing in this. The relationship was kind of awkward and forced. You know, they keep bumping into each other at the very beginning of the movie, and she's like, let's not make this a habit. And I was like, ugh. I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> um, I Don't get me wrong. I like both John Wayne and Susan Hayward. I believe this is the second film I saw her in. The other one was uh, Among the Living. This one's definitely better than that. But I don't know. It, it, it just did not fit in the movie. And that kind of leads into my thoughts on the plot. I gave the acting a two out of five as well. You know, John Wayne, he's a class A actor, classic Western war movie actor, but he was kind of silly in this movie. And I, I don't know if I liked that very much. You know, he dances, he sings. And again, that love story is super weird. It was kind of weird seeing him being like that. But again, I haven't seen too many of these movies. So from my understanding, you know, with his connection with Maureen O'Hara, it, it kind of is love story for the most part. But I don't know. I. I wasn't a fan of it. I kind of want to see him more as like an action hero, like shooting bad guys, that sort of thing. But anyways, um, so yeah, he, he was just okay. I've seen him in better and he's not the greatest actor, but he's got a lot of charm. And this, I kind of felt didn't have too much of it. There were some scenes he did, you know, where he's leading the men saying, no, I'm going to arm my men. I'm going to lead them, this sort of thing. Kind of the tough guy you know, pushing buttons, that sort of thing. Kind of like a uh, James Kirk, that type of thing. So I really liked that. And like that, he was now able to arm his men, train them. But other than that, eh, it was okay. Dennis O'Keefe, I think, was the worst part of this, I guess, trio. He was just not that interesting. He wasn't that good of an actor either. Very wooden performance. And it didn't help, too, that he had a very similar to John Wayne. So there are times I thought John Wayne was talking, but no, it was him. So it was a little bit confusing, a little strange. Um, so, yeah, the acting was just okay. There were some fun character actors. They were kind of like the behind-the-scenes actors. They were kind of like in the background. Like There was an Irish guy. He was pretty funny. But other than that, it was just okay. It wasn't great. Now, in regards to directing, I hated it. I gave it a one out of five. We spent so much time in Washington, D.C., which was obviously a set. Um, in the beginning of the movie, we just didn't have enough time in the Pacific, in my opinion. I thought more of it should have been focused on the soldiers. Spent so much time on this stupid, stupid love story that I, 
iPod did not work. And uh, I, I blame the director for that. And I guess the studio and editor too, but you know, the director could have not done that, right? So yeah, I, I didn't like the directing. In regards to cinematography and special effects, I gave it a three out of five. I love the explosions in the aircraft scenes. I thought they were really realistic because a lot of times they were. Like they really blew up a truck and it was a huge, crazy fireball. And uh, they had real airplanes flying around in some scenes. You could tell that they superimposed the actors and we would cut to them being in there. Um, so that is, eh, it could have been done better. I've seen better from this era. Well, other than that, I, I thought it was great. But I just wish there was more of it. Like I said, they spent so much time in the stupid love story that it felt like it was missing the kind of the whole point, which was the men, you know, the CBs, the actual fighting CBs. There wasn't much fighting. It was a lot of uh, kissing and all that. It, it didn't fit very well. All right. In regards to the music, I thought it was good. Gave it a two out of five. Pretty good, only because they... I love the Navy singing their anthem. I thought that was great. But what really, really brought it down, there's a scene, I can't remember if it was in the middle or maybe closer to the beginning, but the men, they're all singing this kind of Broadway song. They're kind of, I guess, happy about their work. It felt straight out of Broadway or a Disney movie. You know, it did, it totally did not fit at all. And I was confused. It may, it must have been towards the beginning because I thought, is the rest of this movie going to be a musical? What did I get myself into? It was really strange and did not fit at all. So that really brought the music down. Yeah. So overall, that brings my letterbox score to a 2 out of 5. It's just an okay movie. Uh, just below a middle of the road. This is... Ugh. I don't know. If you really want to watch a good World War II movie um, with a good love story... I would say stick to Casablanca. That's the best one. Now, if you want to see one that has better action, um, it's not from the 40s, but I would say stick to uh, maybe Bridge on the River Kwai or one of those ones. That Those are better, I think, for that sort of a thing. Or for modern days, uh, Saving Private Ryan. That's a great film. Anyways... I, I don't I don't recommend this movie. It's pretty bad. I don't recommend it. If you want to see another a better John Wayne film, hopefully the one I review next week will be a better one. I don't know yet. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called In Harm's Way. Hopefully that's a better one. Otherwise, I don't have much faith in, in these John Wayne films. I, I didn't seek out to watch a bunch of John Wayne movies, but that's just kind of how it ended up. He was just kind of that guy during this era. So it is what it is. Anyways, those are my thoughts and feelings on the CBs from 1944. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New episodes of this podcast are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. All right, well, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.